This is a Capricorn FM podcast. All right, now we're talking to social activist and researcher Busisi Wesiabe. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for making time to talk to us. Always a pleasure. Good morning. So the issue we're looking at today, we all saw the statement from Washington yesterday asking for South Africa to be punished for various things, including our relationship with both China and Russia. Um, it seems that the accusations are getting a bit deeper at this point. You also had uh, the response from Derko. I mean, just what do you make of what happened yesterday? I mean, um, more than anything else, um, I think it's important for us to understand that um, America is, more than anything else, just seeking to establish its geopolitical power um, again in in the world, especially looking at visibly how um, you know BRICS, for an example, is impacting um, and changing you know things such as the universe of the global currency. So, if the U.S. is seeking to maintain the geopolitical relations to directives such as the suspension of AGOA which is initially, um, you know, it, which initially started as a means of promoting free trade rather than a political issue, then we can understand, um, you know, the visible worry, um, you know, considering uh, BRICS and the work towards changing um, the global currency. Moreover, weaponizing a goal and negatively impacts the U.S. image in Africa um, at a time when it's competing with Russia and China within a geopolitical context. So it's clear to us now that the foreign policy disposition of the U.S. government with relation to Africa is part of the reason as to why Russia and China and their engagements with us as Africa and South Africa, even with far less tangible benefits than that, is proving effective. It could possibly be effective because the U.S. policy of rewarding countries based on metrics such as democratic governance is not cutting it anymore. Um, it also could also be because America is low-key just telling us we need to choose whether we want to host the GOA, um, the GOA conference, or if we want to host the BRIC conference. So when considering this whole matter, I think something we must always have at the back of our minds is that, um, you know, export trade benefits under Goa, um, more than anything else, is, uh, is poultry. Um, and this is at like $3 billion against Zanzi's total export revenue of $180 billion. So, and that was just for 2022. What that indicates to us is that although we do have a favorable um, trading relationship with America, with it being our second um, most um, contributing country within which we export, um, it, it is not a country that you know would collapse South Africa if we were removed from a goal. So those are just some of the things we must definitely consider when we consider this matter um, regarding this letter. All right. I think you have done well in explaining what the summit is all about and why is it important for us to host it. But are there any prospects of another African country hosting it? Um, They definitely are. They always are. We must also remember um, that there are many countries that actually aren't part of um, AGOA at all, right, Um, in Africa. So these would include um, countries such as um, Egypt, countries such as um what is this um angola 
um, Tunisia, um, Guinea-Bissau, Ethiopia, Morocco. So if, for an example, South Africa does not host um, this particular summit, um, it would be very perplexing to figure out where exactly um, the Agor conference would happen. And I think more than anything else, the worst-case scenario entails people losing their jobs. Um, as we equally interrogate the worst-case scenario, we must also consider doing a thorough analysis and study of countries like Egypt and Morocco and Cameroon um, who are not AGOA beneficiaries. Um, the study and the research would focus on how these countries' economies continued growing despite not being part of AGOA and the long-term consequences of not being part of AGOA before we assume all will be well if indeed our AGOA agreement goes um, or continues to restrict us. Um, as part of our research also, we would be able to evaluate how or if South Africa feels morally bound to dance to America's tune. So equally, before we blow this out of proportion, we, um, like we nearly did with the Tessarach um, U.S. ambassador who accused us of arms dealing with Russia, we must remember that South Africa enjoys the support of the U.S. government the Africa Group, and business in hosting AGOA, which is planned for November. So the relations between South Africa and the United States of America are mutually beneficial, even in the context of AGOA, um, which is key for, and I think the key part with regards to AGOA for us to remember is the fact that it is a mutually beneficial relationship. Sure. Um, we must remember how we were once opposed to the illegal dumping of unhealthy U.S. chicken and we were threatened with our go-up, but still nothing happened. So I don't think we should be panicking as much as um, people seem to be currently. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Bissiba, for coming through and talking to us. We appreciate your time. That was social activist and researcher, Bissiba Siabe. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.